And so just because you have a plan, sometimes as you get into the plan, you realize, uh, yeah, this isn't going to work. We're going to need to pivot. Mm -hmm. And so for you and I, we've learned uh, you're more of a pivoter. I'm more of a planner. And so I've had to learn how to pivot a little better. You've had to learn how to plan a little bit more. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of pivoting with, especially if you have kids, you've got to pivot constantly because really your schedule is their schedule. You can align it to a point, but things come up, sports, activities, all kinds of things during the holidays that you need to be able to pivot and not get frustrated at them for it. Kids get sick or mom or dad gets sick. Okay. There's also relational things that can come up that emotionally take you back and you didn't realize it was going to happen, like a, an argument or some sort of stress in a relationship with extended family or marriage or whatever, friendship, and you have to pause and take time to figure out how to pivot from that. Well, hello. Welcome to our Christmas collection of EXO Marriage Podcast with Mark and Grace Driscoll. And we have been doing a holiday series on pray, plan, and pivot. And we are on our third series, third part of the series on pivoting. And we are both actually pretty good at this. And I think we've both improved in it the longer we've been married. But pivoting is something we're able to do. So in the first episode, we talked about praying, praying for and with your spouse, way more prayer during the holiday season with a lot of the pressure and a lot of the work and a lot of the spending planning. And so praying is to get your hearts and your souls aligned. Planning is to get your schedule and your budget aligned. Okay, what are we doing, not doing? And then the pivoting is during the holiday season, there's going to be things that just come up. Mm -hmm. And if you are a hardcore planner, which I know you're not, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes for people who make a plan, they have a hard time pivoting from the plan. And, um, and if you don't pivot from the plan, eventually you're going to find yourself failing, frustrated, mm-hmm. like it comes to mind. I was reading an article on the internet, so it probably means it was a lie, but, <laughs> um, there were a couple of young g- girls in a car and they were following the directions, uh, to a place and, uh, it brought them to the edge of a shore of a beach and it said, proceed forward. And so they did. They drove their car into the lake. Yeah, no. And the point is, that would have been a good time to pivot. That's right. <laughs> and so just because you have a plan, sometimes as you get into the plan, you realize, uh, yeah, this isn't going to work. We're going to need to pivot. Mm-hmm. And so for you and I, we've learned, uh, you're more of a pivoter. I'm more of a planner. And so I've had to learn how to pivot a little better. You've had to learn how to plan a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But... Um, during the holiday seasons, what are some negative things that just require a pivot? You're like, well, we're going to do this and now we're not. Things have changed. Kids get sick? Yes. Or work hours have to change because you've got a project that you've got a deadline for. Yeah. Um, even in shopping, you got to pivot a lot because products aren't available or your finances aren't what you were hoping they would be, or yes, things don't ship on time, or um, even, you know, inviting guests during the holidays doesn't always work out. You got to pivot. There's all kinds of pivoting with, especially if you have kids, you've got to pivot constantly because really your schedule is their schedule. You can align it to a point, but things come up, sports, activities, all kinds of things during the holidays that you need to be able to pivot and not get frustrated at them for it. Because there will be, there will be things that happen 
that you couldn't get on your schedule in advance because mm-hmm. they cratered in at the last minute. Mm-hmm. This may be, yeah, like you say, the boss at work says, hey, we didn't meet our numbers. We've got to push really hard. You got to give me your days off. You got to work late into the evening. You're like, oh, well, that just craters our mm-hmm. planning for the holiday season. Kids get sick or mom or dad gets sick. Okay. There's also relational things that can come up that emotionally take you back and you didn't realize it was going to happen, like a, an argument or some sort of stress in a relationship with extended family or marriage or whatever, friendship. And you have to pause and take time to figure out how to pivot from that. And sometimes during the holiday season, it's extended family or friends that you've not had an ongoing close relationship with. And all of a sudden, they want to enter back into your life. Mm-hmm. They want to make that the entry point. And then you've got a decision to make. And that is like, okay, do we pivot here? Do we take the time and energy to try and manage or salvage this relationship that was either severed or strained? Mm-hmm. And you're like, huh, okay. But sometimes during the holidays, that's when people want to mend fences yep. and, and figure things out. That can be a pivot. In addition, there are... Um, some very good reasons to pivot. Um, For example, um, something comes on your radar that you didn't know was going to come, but it'd be a great opportunity for your family Mm -hmm. or a great opportunity for your marriage. Maybe somebody gives you a, you know, a cabin to go away to. to to, Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, we didn't have that plan, but that that would be cool. You Mm -hmm. know, or Grandma and grandpa say, hey, we're going to take the kids and, you know, mm-hmm. here's a gift certificate for an overnight at a hotel. Mm-hmm. And you're like, we got to make that happen. Yeah. You know, we got to make that happen. <laughs> and so the holidays, too, also provide opportunities. Mm-hmm. Maybe so, you get a bonus. And so you get to plan something different or buy certain gifts that you weren't able to before. Yeah. Or or you get to plan a little fun mm-hmm. event. or, And sometimes it's like, oh, I didn't know that this, you know, concert would be coming to Mm -hmm. town, but the kids would love to go or wife or, you know, husband Mm -hmm. would love to go. Mm -hmm. And so there's obstacles that you need to pivot to get around. Mm -hmm. And then there's opportunities that you need to pivot to take advantage of. Mm -hmm. Um, And this includes even after the holidays, uh, oftentimes families, you know, will travel. And sometimes even during those travel seasons, it's like, well, we got to pivot. Mm-hmm. You know, we thought we were going to do this today, but you know, instead we're going to do that mm-hmm. or we were going to go to this thing and now it's closed or somebody's sick or we yeah. can't afford it or there's something better and funner and greater to do. And so don't mean to put you on the spot, honey, but during the holiday seasons, can you look back and see some, some obstacles that we had to pivot around and some opportunities that we had to pivot for? It wasn't on our schedule, wasn't on our budget. But it it was something that was an opportunity or an obstacle that we had to work around. Well, one of the – it was our second Christmas home from college. Um, we had been taking trips with my side of the family to the ocean after Christmas, and they changed the date, and they went a day early. And so I wasn't – I didn't pivot. And so we ended up having Christmas together at home, you and I – we didn't have kids yet, and it was our second Christmas, but I was depending on previous years having gone out of town, so not having to prepare as much, and I didn't prepare for that. And I worked, I was working on a project, hours, and yeah. you were working on ministry stuff, and and so it ended with a horrific second Christmas as a married couple, 
um, where we I didn't have food in the home. It was only pancake mix. We didn't have, and you don't like pancakes, and we just we didn't have any festivities planned for being home. We, I thought we were going to be away and then I didn't plan for us being home. And so then we went to a movie that was Bridges Over Madison County, which is about you know, adultery. adultery. Yeah. And it was- Merry Christmas. It was definitely one of our worst Christmases. It was our worst Christmas. No, it was. <laughs> Maybe other than the one where I was, I had the stomach flu. But it was really a learning lesson, but I didn't pivot well. We pivoted for the next year, but- it was really sad because I didn't, um, I didn't prepare. I didn't pray about that. I didn't plan for that. I wasn't pivoting well. Um, it was, it was a mess. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I can remember, um, like one year we kind of had the holidays sketched out and the kids were little and then the ads start, you know, the stories start coming out of in this neighborhood, they've got these Christmas lights. And in mm-hmm. this neighborhood, they've got these Christmas lights. And when we didn't have kids, like we didn't drive around looking at yeah. Christmas lights. <laughs> and when the kids were really little, it didn't yeah, they, matter to yeah, them. They, they were babies. Really. But I remember looking at the kids and be like, hey, do you guys want to go look at Christmas lights? Like, heck yeah. Woo! <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And let's they were like, and do that. <laughs> they were like, can we go get hot chocolate? Can we drive mm-hmm. around and look at Christmas lights? I was like, oh, okay. Now we got to pivot. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know that this was going to mm-hmm. be something they get super excited about. And mm-hmm. so for years, um, Classic Christmas, not Mariah Carey Christmas, uh, but classic like Bing Crosby kind of Christmas music. I would I would play, and I would get out. This is back when we had maps and we drive dinosaurs. Yes, yes. and it was before <laughs> phones and GPS. But I would try and figure out okay, what would be the best route to go see all the best mm-hmm. Christmas uh, lights in various neighborhoods, mm-hmm. and the kids would get there pajamas on. They thought that was fun. I would make thermoses of hot chocolate. Yeah, with marshmallows. Money to go to Starbucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, okay, I, I didn't, I didn't know that this was, but this is an opportunity that if Mm -hmm. we, if we nail it, it could be a really fun memory. And Mm -hmm. we have fun memories doing that. Yeah. Singing Christmas carols, going out to look at Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. And, and then as the kids got a little bit older, I remember, um, there was this camp, this Christian camp that was uh, not far yeah, from us. Lights of Christmas. And it's like, we have, you know, like, I don't know, a million Christmas lights and a petting zoo and sleigh rides and mm-hmm. train, and, Christmas and tr- train, Christmas train and talking caroling. Tree. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Bruce the Spruce, the talking <laughs> Christmas tree, which weirded our kids out. Our kids, st- I mean, it's like, yeah, the, the Christmas tree would talk to them and creep them out. And so that didn't work. But I was like, oh, I've never, never even heard of that. Never thought of that. I wonder if the kids would like it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, but if we're going to get, you know, five kids in the car, however many we had at the time, drive an hour, we're going to drive mm-hmm. an hour. It's going to be at night. Kids are going to be up late because uh, you want to go when it's dark because it is all about the lights. And it was like, okay, so we made that pivot last minute and the kids loved it. Mm-hmm. And we went for years. Yeah. It became part of our new tradition. Yep. And, uh, and so there's going to be those opportunities and those obstacles. And sometimes the obstacles are, yeah, work, health, uh, school, church, mm-hmm. deadlines, budget, relational family dynamics. Sometimes the opportunities are, man, if we could make that work, that would be a really mm-hmm. fun memory. That might even become a new tradition. Yes. And so our, our encouragement to you, episode one, pray. Pray a lot. Put a lot of grace on this season with your spouse. Mm -hmm. Number two, plan. Sit down and figure out, okay, what are we going to do? What are we not going to do? What are we going to spend? What are we not going to spend? 
and get real honest about it. Like, when are we going to wrap the presents? When are we going to get the presents? You know, mm -hmm. when are we going to cook the meal? When are we going to clean the house? You got to get that figured out because if you do it on the margins, you're not going to be sleeping right. for the month of December. Right. <laughs> and then post Christmas too, planning, because sometimes we have plans up to Christmas, but then it's the days afterward that we could be making memories. We could be resting. Mm -hmm. We could be doing something. And instead we kind of just waste it, waste mm -hmm. those days mm -hmm. and then pivot. Uh, after you've prayed to connect your heart, after you've planned to connect your schedule and budget, then pivot obstacles come. We got to deal with that. Opportunities come. We need to make that a priority. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, anything you would add on the pivot? No, I think that's great. It's if you, if you aren't good at it, be willing to learn, you know, and if, if you're overly pivoting <laughs> and, it's just chaos. and there's no plan, that's not helpful either. And so be considerate of one another and what you're challenged with and help each other out in those situations and, and encourage each other when a situation comes that you need to pivot for bad or for good, um, you know, be a part of that with your spouse and don't just make them feel alone in it and encourage them that we're going to figure this out together. It's going to work out and it's going to be okay. And I think those are just moments where you can connect deeper instead of feel more lonely. And some of my favorite Christmas memories with you, they were the pivots. Mm -hmm. They were the, hey, you know what? Um, this fell through. Let's go out to dinner. Mm -hmm. You know, this fell through. Let's go for a walk. Yeah. Um, we got a bonus. Let's go for mm -hmm. an overnight. Mm -hmm. You know, or the, um, or the grandparents stepped up and got us some mm -hmm. time to just do something together mm -hmm. and make memories. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we love you guys. We're honored that you would allow us to enter into your marriage, your family, your holiday season. And this would be our encouragement for your conversations. Mm -hmm. How can you pray for each other? What are the plans and how are you going to pivot? Mm -hmm. You want to pray them out, babe? Sure. Dear Lord, thank you that um, our pivoting, you already know how we're going to pivot because you know the future. Thank you that we can come to you in prayer. We can come to you with our plans and know that you have an even better plan than ours and we can listen to that. And thank you that when we pivot, um, it doesn't have to be a bad thing, even if it's a hard decision. And I thank you that you're with us every step of the way. And I just pray that we would come to you and really allow you to guide us through this season. I pray against the enemy's chaotic division during this time and in marriages and in families. And I pray that your um, Holy Spirit would guide us and bring peace and bring joy, Lord, that we would celebrate this season with joy because it is truly a, a holiday season that um, we just can't disregard. Your birth on this earth to come and save us is a miracle. It's an incredible gift. And Lord, I just pray that we would remember that and keep that at the forefront in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.